Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We're going to come back now to the latest on DeMar Hamlin. Mar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills defensive back, of course, the safety who uh, on, in the first quarter of Monday Night Football this past Monday night, um, upon tackling, right after tackling, T. Higgins stood up, wobbled, and fell straight on his back. It looked at first to me as though maybe he had, was helmet to helmet maybe or something like that, and there was a concussion. But it turns out, in fact, he got hit in his chest, and though you can't say for sure that's what did it, there's an old ex- expression in the medical profession, which is not an exact science, which is if you hear hoofbeats in North America, you don't rule out zebras, but think horses first. It seems reasonable to infer that the shot to the chest caused what turned out to be cardiac arrest. He had to be given CPR for multiple minutes on the field and then taken to an, by ambulance to a, a local hospital in Cincinnati where he remains in critical condition. Dorian Glenn, who's DeMar's, uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle, was on the 7 o'clock Sports Center last night and gave an update on DeMar's condition. It's kind of just like they, they're day-to-day. Um, he's improving from where he was yesterday. And, um, you know, we're just going to continue to pray. And I know that he's in great hands with the medical team he has here. Um, they've been doing a tremendous job just um, helping him with his recovery. I'm just happy that he's still here to fight. He's still here. He still has a chance to get better. He still has a chance to continue to be the positive impact that he's been on the community. And, um, you know, I, I found a lot of blessings within that. So um, that's great that, you know, according to the latest, his, his um, oxygen levels have improved in the hospital. Any little shred of good news is 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 a great thing right now. Yes, Jay. He, he did provide us some insight, too, because later in the interview, he um, referred to the fact that his nephew, DeMar, was not resuscitated one time, which was on the field while they performed CPR, but was resuscitated a second time once he got to the hospital and got into the ER room. Well, which as, the, just- as the doctor, we had a doctor on yesterday, um, and I'm forgetting his name. The producers will remind me in a second. Abella, Dr. Abella. Uh, Key, who said, you know, the way you think about cardiac arrest is if it's not treated, it is 100% fatal. You know, a lot of conditions, even if untreated, you won't necessarily die from it. This this is so like the resuscitation thing, Jay. Yeah, if if it had not been for immediate medical assistance, he would no longer be here, but he still is. He's in critical condition, but he's still around, and there's now news that there have been small signs of improvement, including... um, Rate rising oxygen levels. Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Key. No, no. I was just, I was just, as you were talking, I was just thinking uh, in my head, having you know been 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 around situations like we saw on Monday night. The good thing about the NFL, the NFLPA too, is in each city before games, you know they have they meet with all the doctors. They all meet 
the physicians, the doctors, the, the, the physical therapists, the trainers, they all meet and, and, you know, go over things before the games. And then the local hospital that's the closest to the stadium, they set aside uh, a trauma division where, you know, something tragically would have happened. They'd be ready to, to, to take that on. I just wanted to make sure to, to get that out there so people know that the NFLPA, along with the league, uh, make sure things are done a certain way when we run up on certain situations. Not that they thought that somebody would have to have CPR administered to them, but they want to be in that situation to make sure that things don't turn fatal. So um, the NFL has 30 game day medical staff at games. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Tomlin, who is you know celebrated at, on this show included as a as you know not only a great head coach but a, and a, and therefore a great leader, but like his humanity really, you could see why guys want to play for him, right? Run through a brick wall for him. Um, here's his reaction to Demar's injury at a press conference yesterday. Man, it's a really personal thing for me uh, being a Pittsburgher. And that young man, being a Pittsburgher, I've known that guy probably since he was about 12. Um, just got a lot of respect and love for him as a human being. Um, his commitment to the pursuit of his uh, goals and dreams of doing what it is he's doing right now, which is playing in the NFL, and to watch him make personal decisions and, and, and make that a realization. Um, it's just an honor to get to know young people like that. I um, had an opportunity to express that to him whenever I see him. We've played buffalo um each of the last two seasons and he and i get to have a moment um because it's just cool to 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 not only appreciate these guys in terms of where they are now but to to know them since they were younger people and to to watch their maturation their development to watch them um you know earn what they've been chasing um it's just really a a cool thing and He's an example of that. I got a lot of love for that young man. We lifted he, him and that organization up in prayer. That's not obviously something that you ever want to see. So the uh, NFL postponed the Bills-Bengals game, but, but as of uh, right now, week 18 is on track to take place. question is, will the Bills play on Sunday? Here is Deion Dawkins, the Bills offensive lineman, on the 7 p.m. Sports Center last night. Anything that we have to give is for DeMar and his family. We understand that we have a job and that this is still what it is, but every emotion, every bit of energy that we have, we're giving it to DeMar. We're giving it to his family, we're, and we're giving it to his best friends, and, and we're giving it to guys like Dane and Trey and, and those DBs like that are closest with him, and we're giving them all of that love. Those guys need it as well as the other rooms too, but... All of his guys need it, his parents, his father. Uh, they all need it, and that's all that we have to give, and we're giving it all to the family, and we're not worried about and nothing else. So how do they play Week 18? What are the Bills going to do? What, Key, what do you think is going to happen here? As of right now, they're probably going to play um, because it's not only going to affect the Buffalo Bills, it also affects the New England Patriots as well as the scheduling and obviously this is all about Hamlin, right? We we want to make sure that everybody's mental capacity is, is, is straight. There's no issues there. 
and it's a short period of time to get back out on the field for something like this to happen. But I just think that the league they do a they do a pretty good job when these sort of situations come up to schedule around games or keep games in place and give people enough time to figure out whether or not they want to play. But I do think the Bills will probably wind up playing uh, as tough as it may be to get out on the football field for them. You know, they still got somewhat of a job to do. And, and in sports, sports is like a, a, a healer of sorts. When, whenever we get into tragedies or we get into situations, first things we always do as a society is we run or turn towards sports as a healing process. Um, so I don't, I don't see where the league will say, okay, the Bills and the Pats game is off. We'll reschedule it for another time. I don't. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I think it's hard for them to do that because of the implications that if the Pats do find a way to win, like they're in the playoffs, right? Uh, so it, it changes the course and direction of the entire season uh, and other teams as well. So, look, it, this is going to be a monumental challenge for the Bills, Frankly, um, I'm not sure everybody will say they will play. I think Sean McDermott and company would probably have to respect that if certain players chose not to play because it was too soon for them. Um, and I don't want to speak for players. I think it's a very tough decision. You know, another question or maybe it's a thought around, I mean, the, the game that we just potentially saw between the two teams – I mean, when realistically can, could you make that game up? I mean, we're going into week 18. How, how does that factor into things? If we were in week seven or eight, there would be time to squeeze that in. But now, since you're right there on the verge of this in playoffs, I don't think you can make that game I, up. I agree with you, Jay. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I'll say this, Key, about your point. You're right. Sports has traditionally in this country been a distraction from bad things in the world. In fact, in the Second World War – commissioner of baseball, wrote to Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the president of the United States, hey, what do we do here, right? Do we shut down? Like, what, what's going on? Pearl Harbor was just bombed. And, um, and uh, FDR said, no, we need baseball now, right? Because that was, that was like the NFL is today. Um, but the difference here is the, the thing you want to be distracted from has to do with playing the sport itself so. and the very nature of the sport. Yeah, right? no, that, 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 that's true. But, you know, it's, all, it's like, though, between where we are today, Max and Jay, and where it could potentially be come game time on Sunday, that, that's kind of – That'll dictate to an extent. That's going to yeah. dictate a lot, yeah. you yeah. know. That's going to dictate a lot on, on what's going on between today and tomorrow. Yeah, it'll have an influence for sure. You, 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 it would seem so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, with the planning that goes into that, I mean, what, is that just a reaction? How do you, how do, you do that? <laughs> you have to have contingency plans, I think. I'm yeah. sure they got – I'm sure they have all sorts of contingencies, what-ifs, already in place, uh, especially after what occurred on Monday night. Um, you know, it's just it, – it's, it's going to be tough for the Bills – It'll be tough for New England, tougher for the Bills. And as you get further away from the Buffalo Bills as an organization, it'll be tough on other NFL teams and players that have relationships in Buffalo or had a relationship with Hamlin still be thinking about it. 
but it's not it's not the same yeah, as it di- is in right. the Bills locker room. There's this the way the the human brain is wired when it's in front of our, our faces. Yes. It's not just a statistic; it has a real emotional effect. And so, of course, the closer you are to this in the NFL, probably likely the bigger effect. All right, we're going to continue to have updates on the condition of Demar Hamlin throughout the day on ESPN Radio. More KJM next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. ESPNU, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Sirius XM Channel 80 and the ESPN app were presented by Progressive Insurance. Could Kirby Smart eventually head to the NFL? Paul Feinbaum, host of the Paul Feinbaum Show, uh, had an answer for us earlier in this program. I think there's some NFL in the near future. At some point, you, you know, it. He, he's got to look at it. Uh, you know, everybody at this level is making the 11 or $12 million. That's no longer the motivating factor. He wanted to prove that he was something more than Nick Saban's top assistant. He, he will do that uh, with, a, with another. He's already done that, but he'll do it again. And, and as, as much of a grinder as he is, and, and you know, he, he is one of those guys that, that, that never looks up, I could see somebody in the NFL, the right situation coming to him, Hmm. Kirby Smart to the NFL. I mean, the right situation. Yeah, what is the right situation, Key? Well, first of all, he has to have full control. So that's number one. Um, What do you mean by full control? Is that like like a Bill Belichick full control? Got to buy the groceries that he's going to cook. Yeah, he's got to he's got to be able to sign off on everything because he's signing off on everything at the college level now, right? Well, sign off on everything is different than making all the decisions, right? Like it's. I mean, when. It's the same thing. I mean, we can slice the apple however you want to. It's still a whole apple. At the end, I think when you look at it, having full control means I'm signing off. I want this particular player. I want to, you know, I want you to go find me this particular player, opposed to you bringing me somebody that can't play dead in a cowboy movie. So I think that is kind of what you know when you talk about full sign off. That's what they look for. So now, okay, when you. When you got guys like Josh McDaniels, you got guys like Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, they got full sign-off. Yeah. So, Key, um, we played earlier, you know, Jim Harbaugh or, right, we talked about, or at least we teased it, that would you want Jim Harbaugh or your coach? We had callers call in. I'll take take my guy, Dable, right? So will Jay take Dable. Um, You would take Harbaugh over your guy. Josh McDaniel, because you're a Raiders fan insofar as you're a fan of a professional team. But let's run through a whole bunch of names here. Harbaugh or take your pick. All right? Nuno, do you do you want to do the honors here? Sure, sure let's, let's do, do this. Wow, really? 
Hey, Key. <laughs> hey, Key. How, how them Knicks doing, Key? How those Knicks doing? Uh, uh, yeah, so Jim. I don't Jim, even want to discuss New York sports right now. <laughs> uh, Giants in the playoffs. So let's start with that. Jim Harbaugh or Brian Dayball? Oh, it's easy. It's Brian Dayball. Why would I Why would I want to mess with Brian Dayball? That was a great hire by the Giants. Yeah, that's not even a question for me. That, Brian Dayball staying exactly where he's at. I want – I like what the Giants – like, for the first time in so many years, I don't want anyone else's coaching staff. I want this coaching staff. Like, I, everyone. I want this coaching staff just as it is. All right, all right. Uh, Jim Harbaugh or Steve Wilkes? I'm going to go with Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes has done a tremendous job with nothing in Carolina. Had him right there knocking on the door with the playoffs, going through four, three different quarterbacks. Now you look at the situation and they're flirting around with Jim Harbaugh. I think that would be a big, big mistake. I mean, with Carolina, it's Steve Wilkes. It's not even a question to me because I've seen what he's been able to do with this team. If it were a fresh team, you tell me Steve Wilkes or Jim Harbaugh, I'll probably take Jim. But I've seen what Steve has done with this team, which will make me say he's the right coach. For yeah, 100% what Jay just said. They, they, they play for the guy, right? They, 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 should be, they should have been dead in the water. They, start, they did a fire sale practically. They play for the guy. All right, what about Jim Harbaugh or Robert Sala? That's interesting, Jets fans. I'm going to go with Robert Sala in this situation because you still have the same issue if you had Jim Harbaugh. Where's your quarterback? It's not Robert. They don't have. They ain't got nothing. They played their hand with Zach Wilson, and the quarterback that they should have is running around in Chicago. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Robert Sala. Um, look, since the, take your receipts, the fact that he doubled down and took the pressure off his team, and they responded. I think there's certain coaches that players want to play for, and that is who Robert Sala is. And I think that would be a knee-jerk reaction to replace him with Jim Harbaugh. I'm giving 25% back on those receipts, though. All hmm. right. Now you're giving 25%. Same. I'm same. Yeah. same. I'm, exa- <laughs> I'm with these guys 100%. Go ahead. All right. Harbaugh or Brandon Staley? I'm probably, I'm probably going to go with Jim Harbaugh if it becomes available. And I, I, even though Staley – Made the playoffs. It all depends on what it looks like once they get in the playoffs. Because I think Jim Harbaugh is a good football coach, and I'm not sure that Brandon Staley is a good football coach. Yeah, so somebody came at me on Twitter on this, like, oh, there's no loyalty from you to Brandon Staley for the way this team has been depleted injury-wise, the fact that Justin Herbert has had a hell of a year and he's managed to get them to the playoffs. So, if you're asking me between Brandon Staley and Jim Harbaugh, I'm going to go with Brandon Staley. Now, if there's Brandon Staley or Sean Payton, I'm taking Sean Payton. Uh, here's the thing about Harbaugh. I wonder how he wears on players over time. Oh, is, he, those, is he the Tom Thibodeau of the But NFL? But those, he got about five, six Close. years, Ooh. right, right, Key? Something like that. Yeah, like, he it, could, he's a lot. Well, see, what I, what I would say – is the only thing that my brain could take me to is when he's had a quarterback. Think about it. Whether it was at the uh, the level in San Diego, at UC San Diego when he had a quarterback, whether it was at Stanford when he had Andrew Luck in the quarterback position, or whether when he had Kaepernick at the, at the 49ers with the quarterback situation, and the young guy at Michigan at the quarter, he's done 
pretty damn but good. But that's what I'm saying, Key. Like, so, I don't know about the long haul, but for the Chargers and Justin Herbert, you just need those five, six years, four, five years right now. So I think I would do it. Yeah. All right. What about Harbaugh or Cliff Kingsbury? Oh, man. Oh, oh man. That's a slam dunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Move on. Next. All right. What about Kevin Stefanski or uh, Harbaugh? Mm, that's interesting. I'm, I'm going to stay with Kevin Stefanski for right now. Yeah, I would stay with Kevin Stefanski just because I, I think the upside of where that team could be. Well, I don't, Here's the one thing about it? Harbaugh. Yeah, but he uh, is one of those competitive guys. You are going to compete. And the thing about Stefanski is he's like a quarterback, offensive guy, whatever. Look at the the Browns in a very competitive division. Very competitive division. The the Ravens are going to compete because they have a Harbaugh. The Steelers got Tomlin. You can never count them out. The Bengals are here to stay as long as they got Joe Thorough. You need a dude like that. I, Stefanski's nice. I don't know if he's one of those guys, and that's what yeah, they you, need. Yeah, you probably uh, – now that you kind of said that, I'm going to rethink it because yeah. of the Deshaun situation at quarterback. When Harbaugh's had quarterbacks, he's done pretty good. So I'm going to go with Harbaugh, Harbaugh. and replace Kevin Stefanski. How about him Stefanski. defensively, too, what the upside of that defense yeah. could be? Yeah. Yeah. All right, last one to bring it back to where we start at. Harbaugh or Kirby Smart? I'm going to go Kirby Smart. We talk NFL or college? NFL. NFL. I'm going to go Kirby Smart yeah. just because Kirby Smart reminds me a lot of Pete Carroll, defensive coach who has a lot of enthusiasm, is exciting, still kind of young and, and jumping around. It just, it, it just reminds me so much of that, and I think the certain pro guys gravitate toward that. He's not a, 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 a Nick Saban-type screamer and yelling and grabbing guys by the face mask. And, you know, it's, just, it's just different. Yeah, his pro his pro experience will be different than Saban Jay and Urban Myers. Hmm. I, I would go with Harbaugh just because of his experience coaching the. Yeah, pros. we got yeah. some evidence on Harbaugh. Yeah, yeah he's you good. Do. Yeah, I think I got to go Harbaugh. I, although I know what you mean, Key. Like you can see something in Kirby Smart, and you at least want to find out what that is. But Harbaugh, I, I I I could see the argument for I gotta go Harbaugh. He got a he got a res, he got a real resume in the NFL. No, he does. He it, yeah, he does. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Harbaugh's pretty good. You, you take him over most guys. It seems like, but uh, but uh, not the great ones. All right. Coming up, Bill Belichick or Harbaugh? It's a good question. What have oh. they done? What have each done without Tom Brady? Let's look at each's performance in the NFL without Tom Brady. You know what? Belichick's in his ninth year without Brady. Harbaugh has a better track record when they, neither one has Tom Brady. Why would you even say that, Key? More Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, 
happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. The latest on DeMar Hamlin, guys, Coley Harvey, you can follow him at Coley Harvey, just chatted with DeMar's family friend. Um, per Jordan Rooney and DeMar's family, doctors overnight got promising readings that they had been hoping to see by this morning. They got them. Jordan couldn't go into specifics, but progress appears to be made. DeMar is still sedated and in critical condition in the ICU. Um, now we have Josh Morgan, third, former University of Pittsburgh defensive lineman. Josh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Thanks for being on with us this morning. So um, first, as you know, we're asking everyone just the moment you saw it on, can you can you take us through what you were thinking when as you saw things unfold? Um, I mean, I was sitting there watching with my family, and I mean, they asked me. They said, "Is that that's your teammate, right?" And I, I kind of got quiet. I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's the guy I played with for three years, 2018 to 2020. One of my brothers in it. My, my heart kind of dropped, you know, because you're seeing the guy that's been so in team with with guys on the, on the Buffalo Bills and playing that sport and you just see one of your your brothers drop like that it kind of gives you goosebumps it, it scared me honestly John since seeing that Monday night how how are you feeling now that you know it's been a couple of days and and we're constantly getting updates and reports where's your mind at in all of this um, really just like everybody else, I'm just looking for as many reports as I can. I mean, talking to guys that I play with, just trying to keep in touch if they get anything, because I know a lot of guys, some are closer to d and some are not. So we're trying to just, as a collective group, get as much information as we can throughout the hours. I mean, it's hard to open up your phone and just see all this up and down your timeline and stuff like that is really tough. John Morgan, the third former University of Pittsburgh DL, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. John, um, I... When this whole thing went down, obviously, you know, people take the social media and one of the clips that I saw going viral was obviously the clip of him getting hit. And that made me disgusted, frankly. Right. Um, And I found something personal of his about his toy drive. And I posted that on my IG page because I I think it's more important to talk about the man of who DeMar Hamlin is more so than a hit. Right. And that deserves the attention. Can you give us some insight to the man? that DeMar is? Right. I mean, he's a great guy, you know. He's he's Pittsburgh at the end of the day. You know, I'm from Maryland, so I really – I was coming into a family that I really didn't know as much. And he was the first guy to really help me understand what Pittsburgh was like as a culture, you know. 
when, when people think of Pittsburgh Panthers, people think of just the city of Pittsburgh, the first thing they say is DeMar because that's the guy that everybody knows, you know. He's been Pittsburgh through and through. He's a great guy. As you know, the, the toy driver, stuff like that. He's a, he's a, he, I, I call him a neighborhood hero. That's, that's what people call him because that's, that's like who he is. Kids look up to him. When people see me and people see Pittsburgh Panthers, the first thing they say, did you play with DeMar? Did you play with DeMar? So that I can just attest the type of person he is in the, in the community and in the country. What, what do you think about John Morgan III, um, former University of Pittsburgh defensive lineman, uh, Arkansas Razorbacks offensive, you know, outside linebacker, sorry. Um, what does it say about him to see the outpouring from everyone, including his former Pitt teammates, do you think? Um, it shows what type of guy he was inside the locker room, outside the locker room, you know, a true leader, you know, a guy that has this much come from this much on the line for him. It just shows that his character holds weight. You know, it shows that any person he's came around has been a great, has been a great, um, has been a great response. You know, it's never been a guy that has had a bad knock on him. You know, he's been a guy that if you see him, he's always going to say, what's up, give you a hug, whatever the case may be, whether if he's known you for 10 seconds or knowing you for 10 years, you know, and I, like I said, that, that definitely tested his character. John, obviously dealing with college and, and pros slightly different, right? The, the age level um, where you are in your life, but I, I'm not sure the result would be um, different. If, if you were on the field as a, a player who played with him, and that's your brother, and you saw that happen on the field, would you be able to play a game the following week? Because that's the conversation we're having. I, I frankly, if I saw that on the basketball court, I'm not sure a couple of days later or we, I'd just be able to play. I know I have to do my job, right. but that would be extremely difficult. How do you think players on their team are dealing with that, seeing it firsthand? Um, I feel like it's, it's a traumatizing event. You know, I feel like me personally, I wouldn't be able to play, understanding how much DeMar means to me as a, as a formal teammate of his and understanding that that's something now throughout the rest of the game, you're thinking, all right, at, the, at that point, you were playing full speed before that play, and now you're not taking steps saying, okay, what if I do this wrong or would this happen to me? At that point, the compromise is, is gone because you're not playing the game as fast as you want to play. It's always a, a second thought. And I feel like being a, being an athlete, being a football player, that's something we can't do on the field because that also creates injuries, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's definitely a tough case. John, thank you for uh, joining us this morning. We appreciate it. All right, John. Thanks a lot. Thank you. So, um, we, we heard, like, Key, you talked about how it was hard to continue playing, and, and the, even especially at the level of play you were used to, when you were on the field for tragic events, for serious physical injury um, to your teammates. And we just heard John say that it would be hard for him to play. Yeah. I wonder, like, what happens? What happens now with the Buffalo Bills? Well, I think they... they... Obviously, they, they, they're talking to the NFLPA. The NFLPA is talking to the league office. They're talking to the coaching staff. They're talking to all the different players in the locker room to try to get a gauge of the way people are feeling. Um, you know, it, it's it's a tough situation because you're so close to it, opposed to being a, a team, uh, you know, a, a teammate, an ex-teammate, something along those lines on another team. 
this is the actual team that you're on, and this was his brother, and they, and they were there in the middle on Monday night, in right in the thick of things, seeing it up close in person. And it's almost like a, a cooling off period you would like to have. There's no question about it. But the league, as we know, they operate differently. Um, and as long as things are headed in the right direction, I think they're still going to play on Sunday. You know, I remember um... – Granted, completely different experiences, right? Um, but I remember talking to some of my former teammates about, you know, going to practices and things of that sort after I got hurt. It's kind of like, you know, they were in a funk, but they still had to do what they had to do, right? So I, I think athletes at the end of the day are extremely gifted at compartmentalizing because you see a lot of things, things that happen. I mean, think about the conversations we've had around Tom Brady for a lot of this season about things that were happening you know, allegedly off the field uh, that then got turned into reality and how to manage that, right? Well, when you saying, talk about compartmentalizing, he wasn't playing yeah, well. That's, uh, it doesn't always best, work out. But, yeah, right. but I can give you also examples of, you know, things where guys had tragedies off the field where it... Cause it you, but, but in that, in those things, it, the sport is the escape, yes. right? In this case, the, the nature of the sport, sport. poses the exact danger... You. That you just witnessed. And Key said balls were bouncing off – ball bounced off his hands, right? That's, that wasn't Key. Key was sure-handed. But when something like that happens, how do you even and, – and the fact – I know it seems trivial compared to a man's life, which hangs in the balance. But these, this team did have Super Bowl aspirations. How do you continue to even play on that level if you can play? We'll continue to have updates on the condition of DeMar Hamlin throughout the day on ESPN Radio. More KJM next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Odds to win conference. I yeah, think they win mean, the conference. You mean to get to the Super Bowl? When you win the conference, you win the Super yes, Bowl. Yes, I mean, yes, you go to the Super what? Bowl, Max. Yes, it means to win the conference. What we're asking is what does that mean? To get to the Super Bowl? Or yes, to... you win the conference means I'm you go to the Super Bowl. Nuno, does it mean to... <laughs> If you win the conference, what happens, Max? Okay. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Who is the favorite in the NFC? Uh, hey, Nuno, do we conference. mean to win the suit to get to the Super Bowl or do we mean to get the number one seed here? 
to win the conference means to get to the Super Bowl. Ah, so we're saying who's the favorite to get to the Super Bowl out of the NFC as opposed to win the number one, get to the number one seed in the NFC, which uh, Nuno's refused to make clear for some strange reason. I don't know why that is, but all right. Who's the favorite, guys? Eagles, they don't know if uh, Jalen's going to play, right? Well, I don't know. Patrick, Patrick is Jalen going to play? I mean, you're the big Eagles fan here. You just call me Patrick? Yeah, he called yes. you Patrick. Yes. Ew. Patrick, that's I think Jalen's going to play, and I think they're going to win. Hmm. Just okay. answer the question, Patrick. How about the 49ers <laughs> with Brock Purdy? See, I like Purdy. He's like, pretty good. I, like, I, like I think too. he's pretty good. I think he's got a little spunk really to him. They're playing for him. Um, I, I Christian McCaffrey. I just I don't know, man. Something about the Niners. Mm-hmm. How about Kirk Cousins with the Vikings, guys? <laughs> I, I'm I'm not had the best year of his career. I'm not. No. I'm I'm not just saying no. I I don't know, man. Like this man, whole you're, thing. You're a Vikings guy, Jay. Go ahead. Everyone, man, you know what the funny out. thing is? Kid, everyone kid, wants kid. to see the Vikings. Instead everyone, it's like, of, who do you want to get matched up instead with? Instead of key labeling me as a Vikings guy or yeah. a Dolphins guy, can we just come around and tell him a guy from my bank account? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Here we go. We're going to use that. Just one. because you don't know anything about gambling, don't put that on me. Yeah, I, I parlay. <laughs> and a hook. Um, Cowboys with I, Dak, guys. I just. Yeah. Oh, you don't give the one? Look, Dak is okay. Like all these quarter key, the quarterbacks you had with the foot in each bucket, the top tier bucket and the next bucket, those guys both have both feet in the other bucket. Dak Prescott's not an elite quarterback, and Derek Carr ain't very good. I mean, like, it's just what it is. This year played well, Dak, out, Dak, we saw Dak, what it was. Dak Prescott is straight, man. He got he's, a little. Yeah, he's fine. He's he's got a, in the first uh, he had a little interception problem going there, but that's okay. But he, he doesn't have the tools of some of the he doesn't throw it like Herbert or Mahomes or man, Josh. He can throw Allen. it. He, just, he can't he throw can it like throw them it? though. Not Man, like he can them. throw it, dog. Like he can throw it. He can throw it. He just he tends at times to throw it to the wrong team. Well, that's not but, good. But he can throw it. You know, those dudes are levels, man. though. Justin, not Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow was a pick machine earlier in the year, too, now. That's not that's not just yeah. gloss over that. What I tell yeah, you about but, Joe Burrow? But, but that, I told you Joe Burrow lives is, in the playoffs. Oh, but you can't O line yeah. issues. Had, but it, see, it, but on. see, but 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 let's not do this, Jay, because the Cowboys had O line issues. I, I understand. I just that's, think, that's all I'm saying. I know. I just think that let's Joe be Burrow fair. got Prescott on. Let, a let's be fair with Dak. Hold on, you Dak, put Dak on Joe Burrow's level. Dak key? threw some picks that he probably wish he had back. I know. Can I can I tell you something? I I'm willing to bet. That this year, forget the run to the Super Bowl last year, Joe Burrow at the end of this season will have more playoff wins in this season than Dak will have in his career. <laughs> right? Like, come on, he's just better than Dak. He's gonna Joe Burrow probably gonna win a couple playoff games one. this year. Dak might not win one. He's just better than Dak. Man. If you put man, Burrow on the his Cowboys receiving core, his receiving core is better than the Cowboys receiving core. There's, he's better. So, you know, they bet Jamar Chase Key, is better than C.D. Let me Lamb. ask you this question, Key. If, if Dak were on another team, if he weren't on a team with the star and Jerry Jones, would we be talking about Dak Prescott as much? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that. If Joe Burrow were on another he's, team. He's we, on that team. I, I Stop trying to flip my question around. I didn't flip you it. You know what I'm talking about. I don't care though. where Joe Burrow Dak, went, they would win. He's he's just a winner, man. He's going to win wherever Joe, he goes. Joe Burrow is is a winning quarterback who's done a tremendous job and took his team in the second year to the Super Bowl. 
Doesn't mean he's going to the Super Bowl this year. That's true. I'm not that's one true. that's going to put the cart before the horse all the time. Y'all just love that court. I, I mean, love that court. Y'all giant the horse. fans. I understand. I just don't that. think that Dak Prescott is on the same level or caliber right. of a player as Joe Burrow. Man, Dak Prescott done done some stuff. I'm just telling you, he's done, he done some stuff. He's been in the question, league no. fifteen thousand years. Got but, one playoff but, but win, see, and he's always on a good team. When I ask somebody the question, they say, "Well, this person has done some stuff." That's fine. This doesn't mean that they're on that same level. Dak Prescott is in year seven of his career. I want to say six, six, I think. Well, well, he got hurt one year, but that's part of the overall package. He's in year seven. Like he turned pro seven years ago, and the dude who's always on a good team. Cowboys are never less than good. Has one playoff win. One. Joe yeah, Burrow been in the league. He was hurt his first year. The next year he's in the oh, Super Bowl. Oh, stop. He, he, <laughs> and he's going to be in the playoffs James again. Was, James was still on the show. He'd tell you, all right, yeah, they won. So, Big but, deal. All right, so, Key, how you answer this question will be a differentiator for me. Would you rather, either or, no. who would you rather be your quarterback for Keyshawn Johnson in his prime? I'll take either one of them. No. no that's why gotta, I said. You got to choose either one. Either or, one or the other. Who would you rather your quarterback be? You're taking Burrow so fast. Will you stop that? Yeah, I'll probably I'll, – it's not so fast. I'll probably oh, take God, Joe Burrow because I don't like to get hit. And every now and then, Dak yeah. might set you up for failure. Mm. You Burrow, know? Burrow got a better arm. He's taller. He's I don't ju- know that he – but see, I don't know that he has a better oh, arm. arm. Don't man. don't do that. He's more precise. Oh, don't do that. He's, he, he has a better arm. And, and he's taller. And and by the way, he no, got more swag no, too. Dak Prescott's a big dude, man. No, but Dak Prescott's what six two something like that. Burrow's like six five, six four. No, like Joe Burrow's not six five. He's man. six four at least. You would be happy no, I think Joe Burrow might be six two and a quarter. All right, let's see. Shame six two and hold on. Let's see. Let's see. He can't be no way six four. Burrow, I'm telling you right now, he's at least six four. Let's see. There's no way. Okay, I'm I'm looking it up. It's all right. Looking it up, as we know, this is always yeah, accurate. And, and the Dak, internet's Dak's, never been wrong. Dak six foot four, six, six foot four, Joe Burrow. Dak is six two. Dak Prescott. Six Dak Prescott, big two. Six two. Yeah. Key, I wish you would talk that way about me. Yeah, yeah. You're six four. Jay's six two. He if he's me wearing a tiny heels. Guy. Yeah, but, he but the thing is, guy. is Jay got I'm alligator arms. Eight pounds. But you got alligator arms. No, this body is like Zeus. <laughs> no, I, alligator <laughs> arms, though. Jay, you, you don't have your knuckles I ain't on the six ground. I got a 6'4 wingspan. No, if your knuckles was on the ground at 6'2", I'd be like, ooh. But yo, you got the alligator joints. I got a 6'4 wingspan. Why'd your yeah. voice go up like that? Though? They don't yeah, look right on your body, though, Jay. It does look right on my body. Something ain't right. You got like a short torso or <laughs> no, something. No, I something don't. Ain't right. No, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get you some. <laughs> got to get you. I'm just saying, something ain't right. I don't know what it is. You got that. No, it looks right, Keith. Trust me, I'm trying to tell you. Something it looks ain't right. right. It looks right. It's like, now, if you're from, talking about Max, the, I would say, ah. Hey, everything is his, perfect. From the back of his neck to his hips. It's Why like are you looking from the back of my neck to my hips anyway, weirdo? Because I'm, I'm labbing you. That's, ah, nasty. I'm just checking Stay you out. my hips. You walk in front of me every hips. day. I'm looking. <laughs> you I, I played basketball you. with you. Size you up. It didn't look right. <laughs> He's gonna, <laughs> <laughs> it's Jay's a normally proportioned athlete. I don't know. He's <laughs> the knuckles. He's alligator arms. What do you say from so the weird. neck to the back? He said from the neck to the back of the hips. <laughs> who said? Who even looks at another man that way? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> he laughed you. We told you uh, he laughed you. Oh, Key, okay, I can't with you. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. It's well, nice to if laugh you take on some, drink for, some of this black water, you'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> this is as good as the white water. 
Stop. I'm just curious. Can we just go? Stop. No, it's really called black water. It's black water. What's black water? It's a water. Man, I'm in L.A. You know how it goes. We come up with all type of stuff. Someday I'm dying in the water. They're going to convince you it's good for you. It's more yeah, good. right. I'm going to yeah, start growing horns. Squid ink. It's good for you. white is translucent. Not white. Never had water until you had L.A. water. It's <laughs> really Jay water. Will and Max. Down your kale. We'll see you tomorrow, <laughs> 6 a.m. Eastern. Much more coverage on DeMar Hamlin's condition throughout Back the day on ESPN. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.